it do, man. This is your boy, man. You know what I'm saying? Northside, North End, Florida. You know what I'm saying? What it do is is back with another podcast episode, man. And if you're tuning in right now, this is the Kickback Podcast, you know, episode 108. And this is going to be a dope. This is going to be a very informative podcast. You know, uh, we're talking about sex, but we're not just talking about sex. We're going to be talking about, like, the details. We're going to get, you know... uh, we're gonna get uh we're gonna really get in it uh you know and explain certain things and uh certain conversations and certain topics and stuff like that so this is gonna be very dope so what I need y'all to do right now is I need y'all to go ahead and share uh I need y'all to go ahead and like it you know what I'm saying because like uh you know I have a sexologist and she's gonna explain certain things she's gonna um She's going to really get it down, man. You know, there's a lot of questions that need to be asked. And a lot of you couples, y'all don't be asking these questions. So maybe you can share it to your your boyfriend or your wife or your girlfriend and stuff like that and say, hey, check out this show. They're talking about sex on there just to give them some ideas and stuff. And, um, you know, that's how it is. Oh, look, I got my girl, um, Trina. Um, About time she tap in. By the time my girl tap in, you know what I'm saying? What up, Trina? Uh, what up, Jen? But uh, like I say, man, we finna while out. So let me bring, uh, let me bring my guest in. Hey, w- what up, Brooke? What up, the pleasure boss? What it do? Hey, y'all. Hey, what's up? You know, um, like I was saying earlier, you know, um, I was thinking like, uh, let's, you know, people talk about sex, but they, you know, it's 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 more it's it's more. How can I say it? Uh, they don't get into details. It's, 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 they don't get in depth with it. So uh, I want to like have a show where we get in depth with it, but I wanted somebody who, you know, uh, I want to say a, a professional. Professional, <laughs> daddy. Yeah, yeah, professional. So uh, I was blessed for somebody to tag you, and um, and it's an honor to have you on the show. You know what I'm saying? Because this is this is your uh, this is your field, isn't it? This is my lane, darling. This is yeah, the lane so, that I like to be in. It's very fun. This lane is super fun, though. Okay. Really so, so why don't you explain, you know, to people that's watching the show what it is that you do? Okay. So, I am Brooke Coleman, uh, known as the Pleasure Boss. Mm-hmm. I uh, Pleasure do boss. a slew of things. So, I am a sexologist, of course. I will help yeah. you with your relationships. Yes, I'll help you with your trauma. I also mm. do all those fun things like, mm. you know, toy parties and mm. swinging events and mm. I practice in dominatrix. <laughs> so it's a lot of things. That, oh, and mm. I'm also a best-selling author. So, you know, oh. I'm, I'm writing erotica now, although that's not where I started. Wow. But, um, okay. yeah, I have a lot of workshops and, and, and books that you can read just to kind of help you through masturbation and self-pleasure. But yeah, now I'm kind of tiptoeing into erotica. So hey, wow, you're doing it all. Yeah, you, this is really your field. Me. I really enjoy it. I really this your lane. This my lane. This is okay. my lane. That's that's what's up. Um, so, um, like I said, we getting in depth with it, and um, dang, your phone, your phone I'm blowing like, up. Who you, is trying you to gotta, Facebook call me? <laughs> They, like they, people don't be see, I'm hey, online, they, people. They like, girl, I see you like, on live. Girl. Don't call me. Yeah, it's, so it's not the time. Yeah, so and they you calling know, my phone and my computer. Come on now. Yeah. So you know, um, like I said, people don't get in depth with this, uh, with the sex stuff. You know, 
they kind of they they're shy with it. They don't like the you know they're scared of what other people may say and stuff. So you know I, I want to you know talk about certain things so these people won't be scared no more. Maybe they can bring it. Maybe they can watch this show with their significant other, mm-hmm. and this can help them out, uh, mm-hmm. a lot. I guess it's kind of like you know anal something that that p- many people talk mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. and then when they do want to experience anal, they only yeah. want to experience the you know just the tip of it. Not mm. the whole canal, so you know, hey. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Roxanne said Brooke Coleman is so entertaining. Okay, all right. Well, thank you, darling. You know, I aim to please. <laughs> that's my goal. That's that's what's up. So let's dive into some of these um some of these questions and well topics and stuff. But if you want to call, if you got a question, and you want to ask Brooke, you know, you got the number right down at the bottom, four oh nine. Two three three zero zero one seven. Y'all, you can call. You can be anonymous. You don't have to give your real name. You don't have to say where you're from. You can ask this question, and we're not gonna judge. You know, Brooke. This is Brooke's field, so she ain't finna judge you at all. She didn't seen it all and 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 heard it all and stuff like that. So, um, and then I used to teach school too. So, like at the uh, end of the day. I was a teacher and no question is a weird or stupid question. All questions are acceptable mm. and they are worthy to be asked. So there we go. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's go ahead and jump into this. Let's go ahead and jump into like uh sex, you know, let's, you know, how much sex do you think like, uh, like an average person should have, you know, couple wise and, you know, maybe single wise, you know, how much sex should a person be having at least? Okay, so like in my opinion, I can't really say mm. how much you should be having on the average because I think that people should come up with their own routine. Now, in that mm. same breath, I would say that if you are a couple, I would at least say that you, you should be able to do it like two times a month. You know what mm. I'm saying? It's okay. like this week, take a week off the next week, take a week <laughs> off. That's two times a month. You know, okay. right. I think that we should actually explore more intimate connections outside of penetration. So mm. that is kind of like a, a, a deeper level question because should we be having sex? Are we talking about penetrative sex? Or are we talking about what type of sex we're talking about? Because if that's the case, we could be having sex every day. I definitely say if you're a single person and you have time, you definitely should map out time every day to explore your body however that looks for you that don't mean that you have to um physically be having penetrative sex but you know exploring mm. your body explore your erogenous zones touching kissing playing um spooning mm. all of these things can be known as sexual activity sexual experiences and i think we need to really just think outside of the box of just vagina and penis colliding, okay. and that's known as sex. Yo, I so like that. I like that answer because it's interesting. Because I thought you was gonna say like a wild number, like <laughs> you know, like at least four times a week or something like that. But you know, uh, you say like at least what, like twice a month or something. I like say that. at least twice a month. You know, you, you can work that out. And you say it's more than just sexual. It's like mental stimulation and all yes. that. Yes. So even though we might only be having penetrative sex twice a month, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? We can spoon on Monday, right? Mm. We can have a shower sex where it's not penetrative sex, but we're doing like more of a skin-to-skin type of activity. Mm. We can do foreplay on another day that leads up into like an edging type of experience where mm. we're almost there, but we're not really there, right? Mm-hmm. And then we can do sex on Thursday. 
Mm. Like so build it up. Ways to prolong the experience that you have with your partner throughout the week, throughout the days, mm. and always concentrating on if we can map out time with the kids and our schedule and all these things that's going on to actually have penetrative sex. Or yeah. what does this what does intimacy look like for us? You know, on yeah. a Monday. And you're right. We got karate you know, and everything else. Yeah, because you got kids and stuff like that. So you can't just have sex. You know what I'm saying? Like anytime you want, because like you said, you got kids that got to go here and there. You got work. You might get off work. You might be tired. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, that's that's reality. So, you know what I'm saying? I respect that answer that you said. People can't just have sex four or five times a week because they got so much going on. We would love to. We would love to. (laughs) But, you know, it's it's other ways, you know. You can have oral. So it's it's other ways that you can practice having sex besides penetrative sex. So keep okay. that in mind. We got our yeah. first question. Uh, Bobby Wright said, he's, he's saying, I'm slow, excuse me, but what is spooning? So spooning <laughs> is like that old school where it could be with clothes, right? Okay. Where we just kind of like um, having either pelvic to pelvic kind of mm. rubbing together or even if it's the the female facing backwards, you know, where the butt is against the, mm. the groin and we kind of yeah. making that type of action. Or this could be Thanks. naked, you know. But for me, spooning would definitely be a lot of good skin to skin action, you know, mm. preferably naked would be great. You know, that's more arousing, mm-hmm. especially for a couple. But, you know, sometimes you just get that, you know, kind of that new school feel with someone you don't want to really go all the way. Yeah. You're kind of making out the, you know, the spooning <laughs> kind of action happens. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. you like, but you it's like, all I'm, exciting. It's all exciting, and we can receive orgasms, or you know, mm. uh, from that as well. It don't always have to be about. Yeah, for sure, and, and, and and like and like you said, that is fun. You know, it's it's fun, and if you can hold off, it's even fun because it, I mean, like you say, it builds up. You know, yes. so you know yes. it, it keeps it like, oh man, I can't yeah. wait to you know, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I, I I love it. I love how what you said, like uh, like you know, mental stimulation and, and all this type of things, and you can have this before you have sex. Don't just yes. you know, don't just jump. Let it build up. You know, let's let's have fun, and then when it happens, then the experience is even better. Yes. And that's what we were like chatting about earlier when I was talking about instant gratification. Everybody wants something so quick. It's like, um, you know, I want an orgasm and I want it now. And and people Mm. don't really understand that orgasm is not the end goal to every sexual activity. You know, orgasm is great. But Mm. if I don't orgasm, that doesn't mean that I didn't have a good time. That didn't mean I didn't enjoy myself. That means that next time I'll be able to experience this. But this time I was able to experience different things in this in this activity so i just always say have fun you know practice safe and just enjoy yourself you never know what's gonna happen it's all about having fun have fun safe fun safe fun okay safe fun. <laughs> for sure um let's, let's dive into another question do you think most couples are comfortable with having conversations about sex you know i i think a lot i i think a lot of people what they do is you know when they're with that person they try to just figure out what they like instead of having a conversation or what they like you know what i'm saying they're gonna be like well, let me see if she likes this and i'll make a move and see if she like this if she don't like it and you know instead of having that conversation so what do you what do you think about that i think people are scared to talk about sex <laughs> 
<laughs> with with their sexual partners. Uh, okay. Especially the partners that have been in long-term relationships. Mm. Right? So I mean, when you think about a sneaky link, it's yeah. it's you know, you might not see them again, you might will, you probably mm. don't really care about their opinion of what you look like and XYZ, right? Yeah. So you probably be like, look, I like to be smacked from back, choke, black right, mm. from my head, against the wall. You see what I'm saying? You probably throw that all out there. Yeah, for sure. With your partner who's been knowing you for since high school, right? Mm -hmm. Since we got married 14 years ago, 30 years ago, right? Or even if we're not talking about marriage, we're talking about just long-term partnerships. We're talking about people who have established this routine of having sex this type of way. Now, mm -hmm. I'm not saying one position, but however, we have a Rolodex of a couple of positions that we have went through in this relationship and that we're comfortable with and this would our go-to, right? Mm -mm. It's not like we're open to new things all the time. So it's a lot of fear. It's a lot of stigma. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a that what will my partner think if I bring something mm -hmm. new? Ooh, they gonna think I did it with somebody else. Ooh, they gonna ask where I got this from. Ooh, they want me to do it like porn. Ooh, <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. always it's the human in us that want to question things. So before we even like ask our partner or have a conversation with it about it, we probably like just you know kind of knock ourselves down and be like, nah, you know, we're gonna just keep doing it the way we've been mm -hmm. doing. It's good. It ain't broke. We ain't gonna fix it. Type of stuff. <laughs> But, but you, I, it's just weird. People don't, that's just not the you, thing that we talk about. And it has a lot to do with like generational things too, like behavior patterns, how you were brought up. Because a lot of us who are adults that's not talking about sex were children who weren't talking about sex with adults either. Okay. okay? So it's not like, you know, it's okay to talk about sex with your homeboy, your homegirl, how you like it, what he didn't do, what she didn't do. But then, like bringing that to the table to your mate, that's like a whole different conversation. That's like bringing it to your your mother or your father and saying, "These are the questions I have about sex." Well, yeah, we're not doing it. We're not doing and, it. And and that's just what I was saying. Look, Maggie Brow Maggie Bowser. She said, "I think people just naturally learn each other over time." And and that's see, I think and I and think they create patterns. Yeah, they create patterns yeah, that like them. yeah, exactly. And that's why I think you know the question is asked, are people comfortable? Because they might not be comfortable asking that question. So they rather just learn over time what they like and don't like. Mm -hmm. But the negative part is that person might be still scared to tell that partner what they actually like. You know what I'm saying? That partner might like to watch porn or something, but they're scared mm -hmm. to actually tell that partner, like, you know. So. And then these create other issues in a relationship. That's why I always, I always press transparency, you know, because mm. at the end of the day, no, you can't change anyone. No, you can't make them like the things that you like. But if you truly like these things and, and in order, in order to be authentic to who you are and what you like, you should be able to bring that to your partner and say, hey, I like XYZ or I want to discuss with you about these topics. I want to talk about this type of way I want to receive pleasure or have sex. And they should be comfortable to say, hey, you know, that sounds great. I want to try it or 
that's not necessarily something that I wanted to try, but since you want to try it, maybe we can come to some type of agreement of how we'll both feel comfortable trying this type of experience. So mm-hmm. I, it's it's really a lot. It has to do a lot of with communication. But if you are in a relationship where you barely communicate, you know, the communication skills is not all the way there. Talking about sex is like talking about money sometimes and feels. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, that's like a stress for conversation. So you rather sometimes have the lighthearted conversations than these. These really sticky ones. Yeah, but they are and, the most important. And I think a lot of people they don't they don't want to run that person that they are so into away. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, I remember. Yeah. I remember. Yo, okay. I, this might go a little off topic, but I remember one time I posted a pic, and it was like uh, this chick was. I think she was spitting in this guy's mouth or something. Mm-hmm. And so, um, snowballing. Uh, so, that's what it's called. It's called snowballing. It's yeah, yes. Yeah, it's another. I mean, they swap all kind of fluids, but yeah. One of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I asked, so when I posted, people was like, I mean, people was like, oh, I'll never do that. It's so nasty. That's blah 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 and all that. But you never know. Somebody might like that. That that female or that male might like that. But you know, it's uncomfortable to tell that partner. They don't want to run that partner off and be like, oh, like you like that and stuff, and you know. I mean, <laughs> that's just Still like, probably. you know, the Kevin Gates. So is that his name? Uh, the one that licked the ass? And yeah, then you got Kevin all the Gates, people yeah. out here that don't lick the ass. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's different strokes for different folks. But you should definitely, if you're going to be in a long-term relationship, if you're going to have sex with somebody, you definitely should be able to have these type of conversations. That's just what it is. I feel like yeah. if I can't have an open conversation with you, then maybe you're not the right partner for me. Hmm. Sexual partner or however. Because it seems great right now, but it, over time, the longevity of it, it, it all, it usually can cause friction mm. because if you don't give someone what they truly desire, it's not like they're going to stop desiring it. It's True. just, they may not ask you for it. They may go and look somewhere mm. else for it and everything else. Yeah. You know, I was always a person who will be open to at least trying everything once being open to what you like and then we can always tell people just come back create boundaries and then you know reassess every three months yeah exactly something i like and now having and now having this conversation i think is important to have this conversation because like you said i mean if this person doesn't like doing that then they might actually try to find that person who was doing that and you know that can cause a lot of things mm-hmm. so yeah but um shane g said shout out to my boy shane g he said communication and being open-minded about each other each other's turn-ons and dislikes can open the door to a healthy sex yes. life oh, yes okay, and that's what it's it. about that's exactly what it's about yeah uh oh okay bobby Wright. he said how soon should a person begin a conversation about sex Hmm. soon as you uh, if uh, in my opinion because we can talk about a lot of things you know Mm -hmm. because people have sex on the first date you know so Mm -hmm. i think when you can feel the conversation or the flow of things or you feel that sexual tension or energy between someone and you know you both know that engagement of sex is going to happen soon whether it's today this minute next week or whatever 
that's a great time. Uh, if you're a yeah. couple today, mm -hmm. right now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't wait. If you already a couple, it's it's no need to wait. Just go ahead, fix some wine, you know, put on a good movie that yeah. may have sex in it. If you need to, you know, kind of get into the flow and say, Hey, I would like it like that. <laughs> or hey, have you ever thought about that? <laughs> or you know, you write you yeah. write a list. He has a list and she has a list mm. of all the things they want to try. And then you show each other a list. Yeah. And then you try to decide what can you actually offer them off the list. I'm going to offer you this one thing, one for one. He offer you one thing off the list. She offer you one thing off the list. And you can decide mm. how long you want to do that. Okay. For your comfort zone. For sure. Now, some things are just, you know, like big scary goals. You may not ever get to the threesome you want. But <laughs> hey, put it on the list. You never know. 20 years down the road, she might be ready for that threesome. So yeah. just put it out there, you know, and you mm. can you can actually have threesomes in so many different ways without incorporating a real person or having a person in so many different ways. I mean, somebody could be a third that participates. Somebody could be a third that watches. Somebody could be holding some hair. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I hooked up a couple of things. So it's, 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 uh, and sure. I can give you some toys to make you seem like you're in a threesome. So you just never yeah. know. Okay, Bobby, Bobby China Ruffin says says games are good for couples. Okay, Bobby. They are. Just spark creativity. No doubt. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get in. how important is foreplay? How, Very is it underrated? No. It's not underrated. Is it underrated? Yes, it's underrated, not overrated. Underrated, definitely. Uh -huh. because it's in, it's it's at the top of the list. It's there is no sex without foreplay. Okay. It's just okay. it just don't work like that. Women need at least twenty minutes of foreplay before they're warmed up and aroused and everything's all perky and ready for mm. you to pounce. We need at least twenty to forty five minutes. Let's say that. But you know, I always say twenty because it's less intimidating for the men. But so so twenty so twenty minutes worth of foreplay. That at female, least. she's she's ready. At least, so thirty would be great. Thirty minutes of foreplay. So guys, at up. least twenty minutes, twenty to forty-five <laughs> minutes. Twenty to so 40, thirty is a good window. Thirty-five minutes of foreplay. She, that female might be ready to jump on him after thirty, like yes. ten minutes. Because we take uh, the female body takes time to respond. Mm. See, like men, y'all visual creatures. As soon as you get to looking, your body gets to responding. You're like, oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everything stuff to women, we can look, you know, our mouths might get wet, you know, but it takes some time for you, uh, you know, it, it takes time to get a woman to like, oh, she just looked at me. I brought a, a hard penis. I stuck my finger in there. She's wet. <laughs> to waterfall. You see what I'm saying? That right. takes time. That takes time. To Take your time, guys. To the body to get to that stage. It's not like you can just bring penis in. You get waterfall. Mm. Or, you know, some people like to work on it at home. That's what I always suggest to women. You know, you're going, you know, have your little date. Mm -hmm. Masturbate first. You know, work on yourself. Do a little edging. Get you a little ready. Help him out, too. That way you'll almost be there once the foreplay go through, then you'll be ready and you might experience that orgasm that you like. Ah, uh, okay. That's male or female, right? That's, that's male or female, right? Just go ahead and 
get a little masturbation on before you, you might as well. That's what I'll say. Yeah. And get, you won't you won't see it ready. You won't and see most men they prep anyways. A lot of y'all, a lot of <laughs> men prep. They like to get the first one out. Uh, they be yeah. on the second one so they can last a little longer. You know how they do. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to seem too thirsty. So let me go ahead and get that first one out the way. That way we yeah. can have a yeah, you know, yeah. I, they don't, don't wanna do the little five minutes and they be like, That's all you got. Yeah, and, and that way you don't you don't seem so aggressive. You know, you could drop off and don't, you know, press all on it because you already you didn't already didn't have that. So, you know, like, you like, I'm going to let her make it for this night, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to be like, damn, female like, damn, she he trying to hit it on the first date, you know? So, you know, get the, get them nerves and get that, you know, get, get that out your first. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you can, after that first nut, you can always decide, is this somebody I really want to sleep with or not? Okay. You know, okay. kind of get your mind right, especially for a single people. Okay, Definitely Bobby. get the first one out, male and female. Well, you get your mind right, then you decide, you know, because by the time you get yourself that first one, you be like, dang, that was good. You might be set. Mm. Might not need nothing else. For sure. And, you know, and I think a lot of guys sleeping on that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, with the foreplay, they, you know, they kiss on the neck for a couple minutes, and then after that, they like, hey, let's, let's jump in it. But, yes, like you say, maybe 35, nine 30. types of orgasms. Just help her get one of them. And guys, if she and after five minutes of foreplay, if she try to jump on you, just just push her back a little bit, you know, and and, and say nah, nah, not yet. That way, shoof, when the time comes, you didn't already complete your mission. You you good, you good before you even started. Just explore the whole body. Do a little nick, do a little uh, nipples, do a little inner arms, do a little behind the knees, you know. Behind little, the knee. Yes, fingering okay. the order fingering is so nice. Pull out Ooh. a toy. There's so many things that you can do to okay. warm. You want to get a warmed up. You want to get a warmed up and aroused. Mm. What was and your the, book? What, let's get to this book that you wrote. What was this book about? You okay, dropped first some... of all, the books that I wrote were not about sex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They were they were about uh. first of all, one was about me becoming a sexologist. A lot of it was about my healing journey. Mm, okay. My healing journey, you know, coming to into my authentic self and what that looks like. And yes, me as a sexologist, me as a lady who was married, me as a woman who was going through a divorce and now it's a single life. So that's kind of what I've been writing about. Mm, now okay. the erotica is a little bit different. It got a little, you know, a little truth, a little storytelling. You know, it's mm. it's exaggerated for your pleasure, of course. But mm. a, a lot of it is still going to touch on... Um, just exploring the female body, you know, just being free, just being free in your own skin, masturbating, having sex, whatever it is that you desire, just really owning what you want, asking for what you want, and then, you know, mm. getting that. Okay. Miss Miss Martin says, uh, where's the male G-spot located? In the anus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Bobby answered that too. She said, they butt. It's there. definitely in the anus, you know, but hey, I always tell people, if you want to, you know, explore the male G spot and you don't want to go all the way in the canal, you can always, you know, get a little rim job going, right? If yeah. you don't, if they're not into the rim job because people act like they're not into the rim job, okay. you can also just put pressure on the perineum, which is that little bitty, like <laughs> people call it the gooch, that little bitty triangle, that Bermuda triangle <laughs> yeah. that's like below 
the scrotal sac and like right before mm. the anus, that little landing strip. Mm-hmm. You put a lot of pressure on that. Um, it can stimulate the male G spot too, just like if you put pressures on the Mon Pops area, which is the top of the vagina of a woman, mm. that will stimulate the G spot. So, you know, it's however you like to do it. Okay. I, I, I'll Mr. Tell Mr. People, Mr. You know, Lawrence. Mr. Lawrence said, What a love. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Lawrence said, Ain't no straight man doing that. Is that true? Straight men are doing it. They okay. are. Okay. 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 Here's the thing. Mm. Men, first of all, people enjoy orgasms. Mm. Men, male and female. Okay. So, mm-hmm. no, if a male wants to explore the, the, G, the male G spot, the, that does not make him gay. That does not make him bi. That does not mean he likes men, right? That just means that he wants to experience a G-spot orgasm. What's wrong with mm. that? <laughs> yeah. Now, not every person is comfortable. And if it's not for you, that's cool. But I don't think we should be out there labeling people who are actually comfortable with having these type of activities and want to label them to be a certain type of way. That's just like that's yeah. what so much stigma behind sex is why people are afraid to have conversations about how they really want to have sex, <laughs> what they really desire. But you know, hey, you're, yeah. you're missing out on a good G-spot orgasm, sir. I just told you how to get it without going in the butt. I would <laughs> I would advise you to rewind like 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play yeah. on the Bermuda Triangle, and you, you might be able to experience that too. You okay, and like I said, you can re- you don't have to rewind this, but you can after the show. If you, yes, you can go check it out on YouTube, you can go check it on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio. It's on everything, so you all can. Platforms. It's on all, all platforms and stuff like that. So, oh, he correction, he correction. He said this straight man is not doing that, but she I said that. She, she, that. she gave you and another a lot option. Of men out there not licking butt either, so I got you. I yeah, understand. To each his own. Um, Ms. Martin, who asked the question, she said, my husband said, uh, hell no. His mind is his G spot. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. And Dang. a lot of, and honestly, uh, and I don't want to pull a race card, but okay. it's a lot of our black men, you know, uh. it's a lot of our black men that they're, they're the ones that are so frightened by it, mostly mm. frightened by it. And I'm saying that it's coming from a black female. You know, yeah. you know, other yeah. races may be more open to just exploring sexuality and not putting a gender role on what sex look like. And that's what we do. We put this gender role on it. Men supposed to do this. Women supposed to do this. Receive sex in this type of way. And that's just what it is. It's like a girls wear pink and boys wear blue. And that's a wrap. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, shout out to my boy, uh, Mr. Anderson McKinley. Uh, he definitely um gets down, and he always talks about uh you know doing those type of activities. So he's he's not afraid to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the homie. <laughs> so shout out, shout out, shout out, they wave yeah. they flags. They, it don't matter. They educating everybody. He one of them country boys. So hey, them country boys, they don't be caring. So <laughs> to each his own, though. Um, so um. Uh, so we're talking about the um we talked to we talked about the toys and stuff like that. Um how important is sex toys and should they be embraced more in the bedroom? 
Because I don't think a lot of guys is embracing the toys. They might not be. The smart guys are. The smart the guys. The smart are. guys are. Yes. Mm. High five to all the smart guys out there that's not mm. intimidated by toys, that know that toys do not replace a man or a penis, that knows that toys are for the pleasure of a female, that mm. knows that toys add to the excitement. And toys is your friend. It's like teamwork make the dream work. <laughs> That's true. So if, if they I know to... I can give you one orgasm right through penis or through oral sex, right? But then I know I can add two or three or four more orgasms to that. Like I don't get it. I don't get why you're so upset. <laughs> uh, and if they need a toy, they can just come holler at you. Of course, because I, I sell those toys. You know, I got all your bedroom tools. I can help you pick it out. You know what I'm okay, saying? Couple okay. singles. What do you that's say? That's the is the number one toy right now. Is that the rose? The rose? Okay, look here. Uh, I'm not sponsored by the rose, so I can say whatever I like. Um, it, it probably is very popular. I think that a lot of toys um, that get seen on TikTok and YouTube and Amazon, they go viral on Facebook and all that. They are great tools to throw away after use. Mm -hmm. Okay. After one time use, usually, maybe twice. Okay. So when it comes to toy level to me, mm. first of all, let's just talk about the rolls. The rolls is a suction cup <laughs> toy, right? Okay. So it okay. is supposed to be a clitoral stimulation where it's supposed to give you the suction correction that all of us like. But with the rolls, it actually had the technology that it has in that toy. It actually just do sucking, 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 right? Okay. Which eventually can enlarge your clitoris. And these are the things they don't tell you about, you know, because clitorises mm. and penises are the same, right? Mm -hmm. They all started off as clitoris. And then, you know, some of them got longer and dropped to penises, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Sure. So sure. if you don't want that, the clitoris sticking out, giving you this type of enlarged clitoris look. I would not suggest the rose. You know, I a, would friend, suggest... a, a Facebook, hold on, a Facebook friend of mine, she said she used the rose and her her left um, clitoris or something, lip or something. It was is numb. So she said she go use it again to make sure it's still working. <laughs> hey, but she said that I enlarges mean, it. It gets the job done. But over time, yes. Because it's only doing that that suction. So just imagine just sucking oh. and sucking and sucking and sucking. You know when you suck something so long that it yeah. pulls the skin out. Mm. Um, I would suggest the Womanizer. That is something I sell. But the Womanizer is a, one of the top brands out there in the sex toy world. And that's because they use air pressure, right? The, so it's, called the, it's called the Womanizer. At it's the same time. It's called the Womanizer. The Womanizer. Hold on. You said it sucks and spit? It does a feel, oh, not a, oh. <laughs> yeah. So it ah. gives you that release of not constant suction because mm -hmm. in between the suction is doing like an air pressure squirt back, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I, again, I don't sponsor the toy. I just know all the great toys because I like to use them myself. <laughs> so Pretty yeah, smart. I would definitely suggest like the one, the womanizer over the rolls, but I mean, yeah. it's Benz's, it's Honda's, it's whatever you like. But I always tell people, research the toy. 
Prentice Hope said the, everything is made with the materials. Make sure it's good for your body. If you don't know how to say it, don't get it because I mean, who wants to put something in their body that they can't even pronounce? So just be smarter, mm. you know. You, you, and if you do buy something like that, just throw it away after so many uses. I would say two yeah. to three uses. Oh, okay. The cleaning, the cleaning itself, it's hard to clean those type of things too. Okay. Prentice, can't take it all apart. Prentice Hope said. Don't use the toy too much because the lady might get used to the toy rather than the original. Is is God scared of that? That she might like the toy more than the original? Buy different toys. <laughs> you don't buy have to buy toys, toys that looks like penetrative toys. You see what I'm saying? That's great. If you if you feel like you want to fill her up more, <laughs> to add penetration, like say we had sex, right? Yeah. And I may have came and she still looked like she want to go. That might be a great time to pull out a penetrative toy, right? Mm -hmm. Because now I am helping stimulate her inside, right? Like she was feeling a second ago and kind of helping her out. There's nothing wrong with that. That'd be a great time to pull out a two after. Okay. Cause women, we can have up to 10, 12 orgasms. We can orgasm mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. We really can more than men. Yeah. We can. So, all you're doing is adding to the play. You don't have to always use a penetrative toy. You can use clitoral toys. You can use G-spot toys. You can use anal toys. You can use finger toys for fingering. It's so many different things that you can use. So why are you thinking that it's replacing the woman or that the woman is not going to need you? Buy her a great toy. That's like a Benz. Possibly one for me, right? Mm -hmm. Then when you do go out of town, you got to work and all these other things. She can be at home, pleasing herself, sending you some videos and all that good stuff, right? Mm. Warming herself up because it takes 20 to 45 minutes of foreplay up for you so that you don't have to do as much work mm. when you get there. It's all in how you look at it. Why are you looking at it as a replacement? I'm looking at it as an enhancement. Yeah, yeah. Save you to work. Yeah. So, like, don't, don't be so 19 whatever 19 about it like oh it's gonna replace me no sex toys been out forever and they have not they have yet to replace penis um is the Today. bullet is the bullets past it is that an old school toy i mean no bullets are still here they just bullets remake are... them into all kind of different looks you know what i'm saying like we got a lipstick bullet we got a uh rise and shine that's a couple toy that's a bullet so bullets just some of them are silver. Some of them are covered with silicone. They got a million different bullets. Bullet just means smaller version, certain amount of speeds, a bullet like round tip type of feel. Ah, okay. Um, okay. Um, Bobby. <laughs> thimble might work. Yeah, thimble might work. Bobby, um, she tapped in one of the questions and stuff like that. Uh, and, and and I heard somebody say this, but do you think anal is anal sex dangerous? Is that a is that dangerous? A lot of people are scared. A lot of females are scared. They like it hurt. What what it can be? I mean, is that dangerous for is that healthy? You know, <laughs> I mean, what's up with that? All sex is healthy if you practice healthy, safe sex, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, anal sex can be dangerous. It can be <laughs> if you don't practice it in the correct way. Oh. Um, more importantly, anal sex. Before you have any sex, you have to have a conversation. You can't just have anal sex like, oh, we in the bed and oh, we about to get it on in. Oh, I just slipped my penis in the, the rear door. Mm -hmm. That's not how it works. 
you definitely have to have a conversation about it, whether it be with a male or a female, right? Because your anus does have muscles, right? Mm -hmm. They will tighten up, you know, just like it takes women the 20 minutes for foreplay. That's so that we can relax all of our muscles and our vagina and get comfortable. Same thing with anal. You want to relax all those muscles. So even when you think about going into anal play, you want to definitely use lube, you mm. know, preferably a silicone lube or at least a 50-50 lube because you're about to have some back door play. You're about to have more friction than the front door. So you definitely want that silicone lube to counteract that friction. Yeah, so not no lube, spit. Not spit. Spit is not lube. Mm-hmm. Spit is not lube. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, a couple females are saying you have to relax, 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 and the relaxing process come from something like foreplay, but we're thinking okay. about anal, so rim job, right? A little kissing, a little rim job around <laughs> the anus, get it all prepared, yeah. right? A uh-huh. little body massage, a little relaxing, mm-hmm. maybe a little dirty talk. I mean, it goes into relaxing the body, to preparing the the person for anal sex it has to be prepared and then you also need a safe word which says at this moment this has became uncomfortable more than enjoyable so safe word means stops immediately it don't mean oh go slower no it means when i say this word you just stop everything you're doing stop right there and possibly come out or it just might be a whole period but it's not a a do it slower or keep going when you when you open up to anal sex, especially people who haven't had anal sex, you definitely have to have a conversation about it. You definitely have to talk about it. You definitely have to get comfortable about it. You definitely probably need to create a schedule of what time we're going to have anal sex. Not like we talk about it and then tomorrow you try to slip it in. No, let's try this on Wednesday. We're going <laughs> to Wednesday is the the day to explore. We're okay. going to do something off the kink list, and if anal is on the kink list, maybe we'll try that today. We're comfortable. We're in the zone. We prepare. We have lube at the desk. We can add more lube because it's never too much lube. And mm. you get into the groove of it. But you have to have a conversation. It has to be with someone that you trust. It have to be in a safe zone. And you have to listen to somebody's body. Because, mm. you know, if anything tears or any damage, it can be dangerous. It, it can. And like you said, the you got to create safe words. <laughs> safe words pineapples bananas whatever yeah. Yeah. anything besides yes and no so yeah, anything besides sure. the word no <laughs> yeah stop go oh, stop, stop. Yeah, yeah, stop. Yeah, yes sure. no stop safe words are not stop or no so anal sex can be dangerous but if you have that communication if you talk about it if you create sick safe words and use, use lube. lube it can be more safer it can be a safe and fun practice to explore. Yes. And no and no spit, guys. No spit. No spit. I mean, no. I mean, the fact that y'all want to use spit, don't even want to lick the butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, guys, go invest in some stuff like that. Go invest in the lube. Go invest in all that that, that type of stuff. And I have great lube. Great. She has she has lube. I have great lube. Because I mean, it's different levels of lube. Even um when I was talking about earlier with reading the things on the label, when you go into the sex store and you look at products, read the back of the ingredients because even KY jelly is used to lubricate planes. And if you want to lubricate your vagina, like they lubricate a plane, mm. so be it. 
You know, I like the liquids. It's a really good brand. It's hybrid. You know, it's vegan friendly. It's really great. You know, that's just what I like. But people like what they like. And like I say, hey, I would definitely read the ingredients on the back and decide if that's something you want to put in your body because you are what you eat and put in you. Okay, so okay, Miss Miss Danielle, she has the fantasies of being double penetrated, but she used the butt plug instead. Okay, you know. See, see, that's that thing about the threesome. I was saying you could have that that idea of having a threesome, but still kind of play into it a different way. Mm, for sure, yeah. Just I mean, gotta be creative with it. Okay, mm-hmm. she said, "Oh, baby, all baby, all is is baby." You recommend baby, baby all is not a loop. <laughs> Maybe all is not a the little. only thing that I would possibly vouch for right now is coconut, right? extra virgin coconut oil, <laughs> possibly <laughs> because it is all natural and people have been using it since the, the, the times of times. Uh, yeah, baby sure. oil is not lube, it will not it will not help you against friction or none of those things, and it may cause um infections as well. Okay. I wouldn't suggest it, but people use, I mean, people still use Vaseline, okay. Um, here's another one. Why do females like being choked? What's what, why, why do y'all like being what? What is up with that? Like, I, I mean, uh, how, why how do, do you, you like know men don't like to be breath? choked? Huh? How do you know men don't like to be choked? <laughs> I, I don't see men talking about it. Maybe they're embarrassed to say they, they like being choked and stuff, but it's usually a female that says they like to be choked so i just like i mean what is it what is like having hands around your neck and almost losing air what's what's so hot about that (laughs) it heightens the orgasm oh it does yeah it heightens the orgasm you know like when the endorphins is up and you know everything is being released and it's like oh at the height of a climax we like who is that the perfect time to try to choke your, your girlfriend or the girl is when she's about to climax and then you just, boom, put your hands around her neck? No, everything is gentle, slow. You want to uh. be gentle. You want to slowly apply pressure. You definitely want to make sure you're not covering those all those glands that are really going to, like, mm-hmm. kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to choke her to death. It's, it's, it's always proper hand, handling when you're choking. You know, it's, it's like an art to it. I heard I was a good choker, though. Someone told me that in class. <laughs> uh, hold on. A guy said you was a good choker? No, 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 no. No, no, That's not what I said. I said someone told me that at a class. That's what in I a, said. <laughs> in a class that you was a good choker. <laughs> at a class. Hey, what's the, what's the, what's the told proper me that. way? I mean, it's a, it, I mean, the neck is not that big. so Yeah, it's you, a certain type of way. You want to kind of grab more on the outside. So even when you're thinking about like applying pressure mm-hmm. you don't want to apply too much pressure to the center part but mm-hmm. lightly but more or less getting up under that neck like that mm-hmm. you know you're giving some good tips it's like a little art to that do you teach class you teach classes on this i teach all kind of classes <laughs> okay <laughs> for sure uh okay i just see how to speak people really nicely too okay uh, my boy said, I see a lot of women and shout out to my boy Westbrook. He always come in on the show, man. I appreciate you, my brother. Thank you for the support. Uh, but he said, I see a lot of women commenting, they like all toys, foreplay, trying new things, but the men laughing it off. Learn that, learn that women, woman, fellas, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt, yeah. man. Yeah, real and talk. A lot of people are, you know, 
there women are talking about it more. Mm. Um, so since women are talking about it more, more women are having the courage to really ask for what they want. So mm -hmm. you just gotta you gotta be in tune with it. I don't think it's don't make it such an emotional thing, you know, mm -hmm. as like pride-wise, you know, don't be so egotistic about it. Because if you wanted yeah. to try some, I mean, like, how many men really out there really want to have threesomes and never tell their wife? Because they, they know their wife is not going to give it to them. Yeah, for sure. But just think about the people who have told it to their wives and, you know, not to say that they got them a threesome, but how that might have opened the relationship to other possibilities, you know, even mm. if it's the woman flirting with more women, you know, it don't always have to be taken to the bedroom. This could be us having an open flirting conversation, you know, sexual wise with another couple, another woman, you know, that that's not intimidating because we're just exploring. It's all about exploring. Yeah, no doubt. It's all about exploring, having fun and being grown at the same time. Grown. We grown. So yeah, why not? yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, because, you know, I always thought, you know, I always see females talking about they like being choked and, you know, we do. Uh, some do. Some do. Yeah, for sure. Some don't. Some some do. Yeah. So guys, you know what I'm saying? Don't just ask your just ask your lady, you know, if they like being choked, you know what I'm saying? Um, not in the anger, angry way, but you know, just yeah. sexually. Or just yeah. try it just gently, like she said. Like you like my my like my girl Brooke said, you know, um, just try it. I and, think once you start creeping up, you know, consent is everything. So I I will let me back up and say that. Consent mm. is everything. Asking for consent is amazing because then you'll get a, a real yes or no. But mm -hmm. I think if you kind of gradually, especially if you're comfortable having sex with somebody, this is not your first time, y'all a couple, and you just kind of want to explore new things. I think if you gradually work yourself, by the time you get into, you know, people who don't like to get choked, by the time you get right here, mm -hmm. they, you can feel their body language, their breath shortening and all that. So you'll know if there's something they're comfortable with or not. So reading somebody's body language, just getting in tune with how they're breathing, all that kind of comes into play in sex itself. But definitely when we're talking about anal and choking and all these things. But yeah, it does release the endorphins. I mean, mm. hormones and everything is heightening. I always tell people, um, men or women, however, you know, if you're about to, right before you have that climax, especially like if you're in riding position, you know what I'm saying? Or male on top. Are you just kind of like slide her towards the end of the bed and then well head kind of dip over and you choke at the same time? Mm -hmm. Golden. Splash. Golden. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, guys, y'all need to hey pay attention. Pay attention because some guys out there winning. They're they they they're learning these tips from people like yourself mm -hmm. and they're implying them. You mm -hmm. know? So when they do, if something happens and they break up and they get with a guy like you who don't like to open up and do these type of things, then you might get left because she'd be like, ah, I had my ex was doing this and that. And and, and now you feel in a certain kind of way. I mean, because money only goes so long. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. they could be with you for the money, for the security and all this. And, and that's a role that men play. And we, we love that role that men play, right? But sex mm. plays such a big part in it. And, you know, mm. it's, it's going to be somebody, whether male or female, on the side that is filling that void that you are not filling by not asking 
or willingly trying to participate in find the solution for what type of sex that your partner desires. So for sure, for sure. Um Bobby's talking about eye contact. Eye contact is important. Definitely. <laughs> all that all that stuff just heighten the orgasm. All that just yeah. make it, you know, a full experience. Crazy. <laughs> uh okay, let's move on. Okay, so I've seen this question go back and forth. People are saying this. People are saying this. That. What technically is is squirt? <laughs> I know. I don't. I know. I didn't use the proper term, but you know, to get straight to the point, what technically is that? P is what is it? I mean, <laughs> I mean, a lot of guys they want it in their face. A lot of guys just like it on them. I mean, but they don't know what it is. They just like it. Because it's, it's exciting. And I think if you like it, then why should you be questioning it? But to answer the question, I will. You know, <laughs> I think at the end of the day, if you enjoy it, why are you letting the stigmas of the world uh, stop you from doing something that you mm-hmm. enjoy? Get your get your shower, okay? Now, it is different squirting and going in showers. That's not what I'm saying. It's the same. <laughs> but we'll you, said talk get about- your, you said get your shower. Get your get your get your shower, okay? Okay, okay. But we'll talk about what squirting is not because that's a lot easier to do. <laughs> so squirting is not pee. It's not pee. Squirting is not pee. So squirting is an involuntary release, right, of fluids after firm stimulation on one point. Okay. So clitoris, G spot, squirting, right? Mm-hmm. I had this, all this firm pressure on this one spot. Right, and then I had this involuntary release because squirting is not female ejaculation either, right? Mm-hmm. So squirting is not pee. Yes, it is a release from the urethra. Yes, it does pass it through the bladder, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, it might have the smallest little teeny tiniest ounce of pee uh, when okay, you okay, bring okay, it okay, down okay. to the scientificness of it all, right? Yeah. But no, this is not saying every time you masturbate that you're peeing all over yourself. Every time you uh, have sex with somebody, you're squirting that you're peeing all over your bed. That's not what it's saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. So squirting is a mix of different fluids. Yes, they are trying to figure out what each fluid is. But it's only the smallest amount of trace of urine. And even men who ejaculate, right? Yeah. Your sperm comes out. You even release this the smallest amount of of urine. Oh, and y'all still okay. be wanting people to swallow you. Oh, swallow you come. Good point. Right? That's a great point. <laughs> so great point. what is the difference? Mm. We are all built the <laughs> same. We all release that same type like of food, that. right? Yeah. It's not pee. It's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess, you know, I, I can't tell you what it all smells like because maybe people have different smells for whatever their, their body makeup is, what it, you eat, what you drink, and all these different things. But for the most part, it's not pee. Okay. Yeah. And feed is not female ejaculation either because you can squirt. Yes. Masturbation without penetration, right? Yep. You can squirt with penetration and not orgasm either, right? Because this is an involuntary response. Female mm. ejaculations come from the skin glands and it's like that milky white consistency, like when a mm. man comes as well. So two different things, but I guess it just sound exciting. So they group it all together. 
facts. Um, Terry, I'm not writing it down, but I will listen to the show again and, you know. Put the tips down. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I always listen to the show like a couple times over. So, um, uh, shout out to my boy Tommy Keys. Um, Jason Size talking about his coochie gravy. I never heard that term before in my life. Hey, whichever. Gravy. <laughs> whatever. Okay. Um, I can't with him. He know he a mess. <laughs> yeah, he crazy. Bobby said, "How do we? How do I make a woman squirt?" That's a little technical. I say. When you apply pressure to a certain spot, clitoris is always the easiest thing, but G-spot too, you know, because okay. it's a G area. When you get to that spongy area and you mm. do that, you know, that constant hitter motion, like, uh, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Or whenever you on the clitoris and you constantly, this is where toys come in. You mm. can't do it if you can't do it with your penis or your hands or your mouth, right? This mm-hmm. is where toys come in because toys can help you get to that level way quicker, help you experience mm. these things that you may not have experienced. And uh, toys are so small, you can put it on the clitoris while you're getting it from the back, while you're getting it from the front, and still have her have that type of experience. But it's just holding it on that spot. Oh, okay. Applying firm pressure over time, you'll see it moving. Getting all mm. excited, like, oh, all the glands are filling up right here. Like, it got to go somewhere. And that's just how it goes. It, I mean, it's no right or wrong way to do it. There's no, mm. everybody can do it. It might not look like it looks on porn. Mm-hmm. Everybody can do it. It just all depends on your body. And if they arouse you enough, if you're aroused enough, you know? Yeah. KT, we're talking about the stuff broken, you like. Just gonna, you know, get your toy, girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, bro. He said, "Bro, you got to get your groove on." Got to get your it's, groove it's, on. He said it's kind of not intentional from his experience. Tommy Keys is trying to uh, lace you up, uh, Bobby. Right? Uh, yeah, it's Prentice. just an involuntary response. You it. don't know it's gonna happen. It just <laughs> it just happens, you know. And that's why I tell women be comfortable with exploring because mm. the more you're comfortable with exploring with yourself and you know how your body works. If you've never squirted before, mm-hmm. practice by yourself. Yeah. You know, do, do they think, may, do they, think they might be pee? pee stuff out there? It makes yeah. them so intimidated to even have this type of experience or release in front of a person who might be like, would you beat all on me? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. practice with yourself. Get comfortable with yourself. Because once you're comfortable with yourself, it don't really matter what what well it, it does but you're more confident sexually confident so it's not gonna bother you about someone's opinion about how your body responds do I know the fe- first time i squirted i was like oh my god it's so weird <laughs> do a female think that they're about to pee that's why they be like you know that's why they hold back so you definitely okay so especially with g-spot orgasms so that's another thing that i teach when i teach like uh g-spot training so I always suggest you have G-spot training and that's just like getting a G-spot toy and practicing, you know, G-spot pleasure or with yourself. Mm-hmm. Because when you do have that experience, you know, it can it can be uncomfortable. It, it can be uncomfortable to share that with somebody else. So the more you practice with yourself, the easier mm. you're able to guide a person to that spot because it's like a whole area. It's not like a little button that people think that you can push. It's mm. a whole area. It's a G area. 
So practicing all in that area, seeing what it's like, having that experience with yourself, it's just a lot more comfortable before you have that experience with a partner. If you never experienced that with a partner before. Facts. Okay. Hey, man, she just broke it down to you. That was a, that was was great. That was informative. Hey, look, we're talking to um, sexologist uh miss brooke uh also known as uh hold on let me get the comment off uh but oh and you also got a website and everything but the pleasure boss so hey if you want to hit up if you want to inbox her about some toys or questions and tips and everything you know you can hit up man she gonna break it down to you you know we're not just talking about sex and you know funny and laughing and giggling about this is we we getting informative we yeah for sure so we we digging in deep man like i said she she can break it down to you for sure so um uh so let's let's move on because we technically over hour but man the show is getting it's getting a little spicy people this time in people this is I've seen a lot of people talking about what they like and what they don't like and it's like <laughs> wow i'm like whoa you know um, yeah, as I say, it's so much easier to talk to your friends about these things yeah, than your mate. For sure. Now go home and tell your mate all the things you like. So, um, you know, does size, here's another question, does size actually matter? Because people saying it's the motion in your ocean and all it that is. type of stuff. It so is. does size technically, does it matter? <laughs> so the, like the, this question all depends on the person, right? Mm. So in a person's mind, does size really matter? Probably so, but knowing once you get the information and you get the knowledge to know that an average penis is only four and a half inches. The average penis is only four and a half inches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. So everybody that's higher or above four and a half inches mm. is above average. Mm. So when you think about that, is a seven inch. Mm. Is that small or is it only small compared to a nine inch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's above 4.5 inches, which it's above average. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people size really doesn't matter. People like what they like, yeah. right? So they might like a long, a thick, a girthy, all these things, right? Veiny. But what matters the most is knowing the positions to work with the size that you have. Because even men with larger penises have to get in certain <laughs> positions not to possibly hurt that person or to make sex a sexual experience comfortable, right? So mm-hmm. same thing with smaller penises. You want to hit these different angles and these different positions where, because the G-spot is only three and a half up, right? Oh, okay. Three and a half and four and a half. Okay. Right? So, when we're thinking about going three inches in and up, right? Mm. You don't really have to have a large tool for that. So, it's all about hitting the right angles, knowing your position, knowing the woman's body, knowing what she like, knowing what she desire, and then giving her that. Yeah, Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson with the comment. He he can keep the role, Miss Jackson. That's what most people say. Miss Jackson. (laughs) I can't believe you said Keith Miss Jackson. Okay, shout out to Miss Jackson. Talk about he- 
But then look, they okay, want the die answers that pass up the G spot. It's just going in, in, in. Oh man. Miss Jackson, she didn't threw me off with that. Okay. Yeah, it don't matter how old you is. She say, keep them four inches. <laughs> okay, Miss Jackson, that's what's up. Okay. Oh, Bobby with this. Uh, she say, make sure y'all uh, y'all talk about the um Yes. The Kegel. How you say that? Kegel? Kegel? Kegel. Okay. The Kegel you exercises. Know, say Kegel. I say Kegel. Tomato, mm. tomato. Yes. And look, Miss Brown. That, that is not very you, important. It, it does keep your vagina up on level. It helps you against vagina prolapse because vaginas can fall out. You know, we have had babies. Mm. We have cycles. We have um, all these things that may encounter us expanding our vagina. So it's always good to keep it tight and right and up and lifted and healthy. So it goes a long way. Miss Jackson, stop commenting. Miss Jackson, oh my God, Miss Jackson, say. I don't want on that to Miss <laughs> Jackson and Miss Brown, what is this? Hey, Miss Brown, not you, Miss Lillian Brown. Oh my God. So you got to okay. hit the nine inches in a different type of position, friend. You got to. Yeah. I you swear, if my mom commented, I'm in this show. <laughs> Go for the side. Go for the little side to side profile, one leg up. Mm, okay. <laughs> for sure, already. Okay, she said, I've been married 42 years and I learned something new. Oh, okay, well, hey. great. I'm glad I was able to, that, that's, to help, Oh, and you know what? Um, get there. Miss, uh, man, um, I got to go back on the comments, but Miss uh, Miss Lewis, she said, how can they order toys from you? You can uh, inbox me right here on Facebook. I'm Brooke Coleman or um, on the Pleasure Boss page. Um, or you can go to my link and you can shop all night long at uh, bkparties.com slash 6191. I do sell bedroom candy toys. You okay, know? bedroom candy. I always say DM me, girl, Ooh. and we can get what you need. And then we just going to handle it because it's one, two, three. It's real easy. Yeah, all exactly. I need is your credit card info, your address, and they'll ship right to your house. Once yo, I know your I, yo, um... Tag me to that link. I'll post it on my page and stuff like that. So if you, yeah. hey, y'all want the, hey, what's this bedroom candy though? Okay, so, so bedroom candy is a company that's uh, of intimate toys by Candy Beers. You know the mm-hmm. one that's on the Housewives and all. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've been doing bedroom candy for about six years, and I love bedroom candy because they have great products. A lot of things that I talk about, um, we honor our bedroom candy. Like when I was talking about the lube, that's vegan friendly. When I'm talking about toys that has um, 100% body safe quality silicone. When I'm talking about knowing what what the labels say and making sure you understand all the wording. When I'm talking about um, even holistic approaches that I like to add in my own day-to-day activity that we do with bedroom candy. So to me, they are top of the line. They are boutique style. They might not have the rolls and all these things that you see online, but everything that's on the bare room candy line is body safe. It is for your intimate pleasure and is for you, you know, for your little tool to advance yourself, you know, a little hands and a little handsmith. For sure. So I, I mean, I rock with bare room candy. Of course, I support other, th- other people as being a sexologist. And, you know, I do give my opinions on a lot of things, but for me, bare room candy is where I started. That's a lot. Of all the toys that I use for masturbation usually come from the Baron Kenny line or womanizer. All the lubes that I use are going to come from Soliquids because I, I believe in their brand so much. So 
when you just know that something is good for your body, I promote what I like, what I know is good, what I use. So I rock with bedroom candy. So if you know you want to add a little something to your bedroom, a little playground, mm. I strap you up to the dough. <laughs> I strap you up on the flow. Okay, you know Miss Lillian Brown. Brown with the with the frozen grapes. I never heard of the frozen grapes. What's this frozen grape? Frozen Lillian grapes. Brown. She she that? old school. She old school with it. So she coming with the. I have no. Is we talking about literal, literally freezing grapes? I don't. Miss Lillian Brown, break it down to us. We don't know about these what frozen grapes. That's very interesting. <laughs> very interesting. What are we doing uh, with OG? those? <laughs> oh, gee, she hey. Look, Miss Lillian Brown gonna mess around and have some youngsters get you know. <laughs> look, I'm the teacher and the student. I love to learn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'm, never pass up a lesson, girl. I love mm. to learn. You know, matter of fact, you need to book your party, girl. So I come to your house. <laughs> yeah, we gonna get we into that too. Towards, yeah, we gonna get into that too in a few minutes. Um, but hey, is it true that masturbation is healthy? Very. I, I heard stats. I heard stats and stuff like that. If you masturbate. You know, it makes you look younger or stuff, it all kind of stuff. And it it uh, uh, boosts your immune system. It uh, masturbation does a lot of stuff for you. It gives you a glow. It boosts your immune system. It gives you more energy. Um, mm, it makes you okay. more in tune with your body. Like masturbation is super healthy, although we've been taught differently. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's really all about overcoming those stigmas. We we've been taught that um, touching yourself. Uh, solo play um oral all these things are taboo or not godlike or not healthy you know and it's really the the healthiest form out there i mean like self-love is the best love and solo sex is the best sex and if you can't have sex with yourself and know how to please yourself how can you go in a relationship and think that you can please someone else how can you have a healthy relation sexual relationship with a partner if you don't have a sexual a healthy sexual relationship with yourself i'm just trying to figure out how this is possible yeah you know like but said, we weren't stressed taught, hey we weren't taught these things stress it helps you know, they you had a long it day really stress yep forgot to yeah, say that you had a long day at work go home yeah you know it, it, it increased your endorphins i mean you can burn calories there's a lot of things there's a lot of benefits from masturbating that's mm. why i promote it so much every wednesday y'all <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, so you oh every Wednesday you got the you you promote um self pleasure self yes. self pleasure every Wednesday self okay pleasure yeah so how can they check this out if somebody said okay yo she promotes this every, well, how can they check that out so I usually do it on Facebook um and mm. Instagram so I I stream on Facebook live mm-hmm. and then uh, you can catch it on my Instagram and I'll, it's uploaded to my YouTube page as well mm-hmm. so you know even if you miss a Wednesday you just kind of want to go back and look at the titles and see something else I've talked about. I talk about all kinds of stuff. I usually try to keep the tips short and sweet mm-hmm. so you can practice it on a good Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. But I've discussed, I mean, masturbation. I've discussed anal. I've discussed male G-spot, female G-spot. I've discussed any questions someone asks out there. I've discussed things that are, you know, uh, in the news, important to the front. I mean, I just, I discuss what I like to discuss as well. Things that I feel that it's important that are underrated that people should be knowing more about. So it's always good to catch me on a hump day. It's light. I drink my wine, of course. For sure. And, you know, I just I just chill out and talk about sex because why not? <laughs> okay, so uh, we let's let's wind it down a little bit. This has been a dope. This has been an informative show. It's been a fun show. 
I've enjoyed um, But you also do fun parties. What What's mm-hmm. a fun party? And how can somebody get in contact with you to do the fun party? Hit me up right here on Facebook, Brooke Coleman, you know, or The Pleasure Boss, if you want to hit up my social media pages. But okay. shoot, yeah. get on my calendar because the girl be booked. That's number one. So What's a, um, what's a fun party? <laughs> what is that? What, a fun what, what party are is a time... For you to let your hair down, you know mm. what I'm saying? For you to get a little comfortable, mm-hmm. for you to invite your <laughs> friends out, few or many, right? Um, mm-hmm. For you to ask questions, for you to seek the guidance, you know, it's it's a time for us to have that one-on-one, where it's a girl's night with all girls, and we just sharing tips and tricks that I might be teaching you about. Um, I have, like, I have a dick-sucking warrior party that might yes. teach you about oral sex, I have um, something that might teach you how to please the peach. I have things mm-hmm. for couples. I have things for people who have never masturbated before. I have things for people who just want to learn how to add sex toys in their relationship. So Facts. fun parties are great. It just all depends on what type of party you like. I do all kind of parties, right? But fun parties is a time where we get together, right? We drink. If you like to drink, right? We lay yeah. our hair down. We get comfortable and we ask those questions in a non-judgmental setting, mm-hmm. right? We get to learn about toys because not everybody know about toys. We get to learn about front doors and back doors and clitoris and G-spots and nipple orgasms, right? The rise of the zones. I mean, all these questions that we have about sex that we're not asking our partners, that we're not asking our parents that we may not be able to get the correct answer on Google about. (laughs) This is a time for us to, you know, chill. And then, yeah, we play games. We eat a little bit. Depends on what your host is doing. I just come, I bring my, I bring my dick sucking boots and I put on the shot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and that was one of the questions though. I'm not trying to, cause you do these shows and stuff like that, but can you give a tip male and female? How can they improve the, the oral sex. Let's start with the male, because you know a lot of dudes just be doing anything. They just be like, uh, they just lick everywhere and stuff like that. So if it's a, if it's a guy out there, because you know guys they they inbox me. They don't like the comment or whatever. Mm-hmm, on the show. Mm-hmm. They slide DMs. Yeah, they slide DMs. They ask me this and that. They don't. You don't. They don't like to put their business out there. But how can a guy improve his oral sex skills? You know, what oh, one tip I'm would you give say? Three little quick things. You know, yeah. I like to Okay, number one, pay attention to the female response. So see how her body is responding. Mm. That's your number one go-to. Because if the body is not opening and inviting and saying, yes, I love this, give me more. If the body is looking like, "Mm," you're probably doing something that she doesn't like. Mm. Whether she's open to tell you about it or not, because it is uncomfortable. If you think sex is uncomfortable talking about, it's even more uncomfortable talking about doing sex. So yeah. we ain't going to be telling you like that. Okay? So body response. Is the body open? Is it ready? Is it prepared? Is it saying yes? Give me more. Right? Yes. Uh, number two, the clitoris has over 4,000 nerve endings. The clitoris have more nerve endings than a head of a penis. Therefore, if you're going to get on a nerve, right, 
get on the nerve of a clitoris because she's so perky. <laughs> she has all these nice sensations, right? She yeah. has all these nerve endings. So you can be way over here in this society. You'd be over here and this you'd be over here in society, right? Yeah. And because the, the clitoris is very large, it's not just that little bulb you see, it's yeah. attached all the way back to the G spot as well. Mm. So explore the clitoris. That would be my number two. And okay. number three, lick it like ice cream. Okay. <laughs> like, like ice, ice cream, cream, right? Because yeah. ice cream is small and delicate, right? Yeah. It might fall off the cone. You're not going to lick ice cream like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. yeah. Nice and slow and uh. sensual. That's how you do the clitoris. That's how you do the vagina. The vulva. The okay. vulva. Because the vulva and the I, vagina are different. I heard you use a lot of spit. Somebody said lots of spit. If if they're into spit, okay. right? Or or uh you can use like uh you know a flavored lube as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't like excessive spit. You know, some people are like everybody used saliva, but not like you don't want to feel like you spit starting nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. you know, then you, then I'm gonna be testing your oral hygiene. How good is your oral hygiene? <laughs> that might affect my vagina. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, you yeah. gotta think about things like that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta think about these things. So, like for a woman giving a male oral, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> number one would be. All men. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was just I was just categorizing. Now okay, excuse okay. me, men who don't agree. Okay. All men like the scrotum played with. Okay. Right. If you think he doesn't, try it anyways. Uh-huh. Let him tell you he doesn't after you try it. Okay. Especially mm. if he never tried it. Because why? We're getting close to the male G spot, right? Mm-hmm. 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 So, all men love a little scrotum play, a little fondling. Okay. Tip number two would definitely be find that triangle. Ah. Which while fondling, you can triangle. do that. While um, you can stimulate the male G spot externally, right? Outside. Yeah. And not in the mm-hmm. inside. <laughs> and then use lots of spit or lube okay preferably lube you know a little flavor lube but the wetter is the better definitely that's true wetter is the better yeah yeah so little little fondling find my triangle to you know put a little pressure on the g-spot fondling pressure on the Mm g-spot very wet bobby said double hands double hands and no hands no hands possibly but hands are always needed too. So a combo, a combo of no, and then a combo of you know playing the trumpet. Ah, the trumpet. Yeah. It's one of the things I teach in my you know my dick sucking warrior class. I, oh, I, I teach them about penal massages. So you call it the you call it the dick sucking warrior class. Yes. <laughs> I like the title of that for sure. Yes. Yes. Because, I mean, you know, it's, it's a lot. It is stigma out there for women, too, when they think about giving head. You know, yeah. or it's, like, dirty. It's, like, you know, not what clean sure. girls do or what, whatever it is, you know. And really, when you go to giving oral sex, it's a really empowering 
empowering moment for a woman. It really is. Mm-hmm. You have so much control over what this does, right? So if you go into it more as an empowering moment, I'm taking control. I'm the owner of this at the moment. I mm. decide what it's going to do. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm in control. Then it, 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 the experience is a lot more liberating than I have to do this to please him. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's what I teach in those classes. It's more about, you know, empowering. Yeah, I teach them about... We do a lot of stuff. Just book a class. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Book a class. Um, we do a lot of stuff. Um. Man, this has been a dope show. This has been a fun show. I'm not gonna lie. I was looking forward to this show um, because uh, I I knew the questions and uh, it was gonna be informative and it was gonna be fun. It was, it was gonna be like you know it's gonna be a cool conversation. Uh, I also want to thank you for coming on this show because you didn't have to, and it's an honor to have um, you know to have you on here. And this was a, this was I a enjoy. dope conversation that a lot of people are. They don't want to have it or they want other people to have it so they can learn and, you know, mm-hmm. get tips like this from it and stuff like that. But um, before we get out of here, I want you to tell people how can and also uh, I'm going to get the information. I'm going to post it for you all also. But how can they get in contact with you again as far as parties and toys and tips and stuff like that, or even the IG and stuff like. So, how can they mm-hmm. how can they get in touch with you? So, I am the Pleasure Boss on all social media. So, you can find me under the Pleasure Boss on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok, everywhere. I am the Pleasure Boss. You can mm. also find me on Facebook. I'm very active on my personal page for all the people who know I cut up on my personal page too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am Brooke Coleman, you know, my page is public. So anybody can DM me right here on Facebook, Brooke Coleman or the pleasure boss. Of course you can click on my website, thepleasureboss.com. Mm. If you want to um, shop with Barrel Candy directly, you can also shop at www.bkparties.com slash 6191. Because you know, 6191 represents your girl, Brooke. Okay, for so, sure. Um, but I always tell people the easiest, the easiest way to get with me, unless you're trying to book a session for me to, to talk to you and stuff, because that costs coins, you're gonna have to go through it differently. For sure. For sure, no doubt. <laughs> if you're trying to buy a toy or something like that, you just kind of want to enhance your night, you want to see what we got, you can always DM me right here on Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I will send you a link. You know, you can kind of look over the shopping. I mean, over the catalog, and I can help you personally find something that would be perfect for you, or you know, you want to boot. Yeah, no, it's, it's no, super easy. No doubt, and um, super super easy. No doubt, and like I said, I want to thank you for coming on the show because, uh, like I said, I asked the question, and um, I forgot the homie that tagged you and stuff like that. But I want her. I want to thank her. Mm-hmm. For tagging you, and I want to thank you for like wishing me a happy birthday too. Like I, I know it's just all the line. Like it's just that. all so, the line. You know what I'm saying? So I guess it it, it just coincided with me mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And um, you know, I would love to like you know what I'm saying do a part two in the future or something like that, and we could yeah. get indulge more in the conversation and stuff like that. But you also have a podcast coming out too in a little while that you were saying mm-hmm. also too. Mm-hmm. In so. September, I will be back 
on a podcast. You know, thanks for DJ Man. You know, uh-huh. and, and for sure. Shout out to the homie. So yeah. I'll be back on the situation. You know, doing my thing, answering yeah. all your questions. But of course, anytime you need me, just let me know. You know, yeah. I'll go sure. ahead and uh get you on the schedule because I enjoy myself. I always yeah. like to spread as much love and knowledge and positivity as I can. You know. No doubt. I just love what I do. I really love what I do. And I think that there's so many of us that's not only miseducated, you know, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of things that we have to unlearn. For you sure. know, we're miseducated, miseducated, educated, we're mm-hmm. undereducated, you know, mm-hmm. it's just it's a lot of things that we have to do, and it all starts with us. So this is my way of giving back. This is my way of uh, uh putting my voice out there. This is my way of of being able to practice being free and liberated, you know, so I oh, enjoy God. it. Anytime I could come and chat with somebody <laughs> else or chat on my own podcast or cook up yeah, with, no doubt. with people like this, this is it. This is it. Ain't no more going back to me. I used to teach school, but this, <laughs> this is it. I teach adults now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And like I said, I, I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, and also people that's watching the show, man, I, I appreciate y'all commenting. I appreciate all the people who liked it. I appreciate all the people who shared it. And uh, I will get that information out to y'all. If I don't give it out to y'all tonight, I'm definitely uh, yeah, going to put it on. Yeah, I'm going to put it on. Yeah, I'll definitely have it out y'all in the morning and stuff like that. So, uh, I, like I said, I thank you for coming on. I appreciate you, Miss The Pleasure Balls. Yes. And um, you have a great night. I thank you. You too. I enjoyed it. Bye, everybody. All right, 100. All right, so look, man, that was that was a dope show, man. You know, it's a, it'd be a dope show after a dope show, man. This is the Kickback Podcast, man. This is what we do. This is what I do, man. You know what I'm saying? Give out great shows, great conversation and stuff like that. And and, and the people that's watching, y'all, ha- y'all help create the dope show, too, and stuff. Um, but man, you know, we had a great conversation about sex. That was the sexologist, the, the pleasure boss, Miss Brooke Coleman. And I will have that information for y'all to, um, if y'all want to buy toys or get information and stuff like that, I will have that information for y'all, um, ASAP and stuff. But, um, like, man, this was a dope show. And if you missed most of the show or half of it or whatever part you came on in, you can catch it on YouTube. You can catch it on Spotify. You can catch it on Apple Podcasts. You can catch it on every anything that's streaming, whatever. Google Podcasts. You can catch it on whatever. Uh, you can catch it back on Facebook again uh, if you missed it or whatever. But um, man, this was a dope show, man. I knew it was gonna be dope. Uh, but uh, like I said, I want to thank everybody for participating in this show. Uh, um, that is the website right there. So write it down real quick before I get out of here. But um, next week, I'm going to try to do a show next week. But if I can't do it next week, I'm going to do the part two on, um, I forgot the name of the show or whatever. <laughs> but it's going to be a part two of the show I had last week with um, my boy Kendrick Smith and my girl Erica, um, Miss uh, Renee or Erica Renee. I forgot her name, but that's the homie though. That's the homie now. But I'm gonna do a part two because we had a great show last week. We go do it part two. We got some questions. We got some topics that need to be discussed, and we just go keep doing our thing, man. So, like I said, I want to thank everybody for participating. I want to wish y'all a blessed, safe, happy weekend. Um, 
And like I said, I want to I want to thank the people that was commenting because y'all was saying some spicy stuff, and I was sipping and doing my thing, and y'all questions and answers was just just blowing me out the. <laughs> y'all y'all posted some stuff that was like I'm like oh man hold up and stuff like that. Uh, shout out to my girl Miss um, Jackie Brown. You know what I'm saying she's doing her thing. Um, blessings to her. She's been a supporter. She's fam. She's 100. She's real and everything. So I want to thank you, fam, for uh, coming and for coming on the show or uh, whatever. Also, because she was a guest, too, you know, what I'm saying uh, a couple weeks ago. So, um, like I said, I'm going to get out of here, man. This is the Kickback Podcast Show. Uh, one of the dopest podcasts in Texas. One of the dopest podcasts in America. One of the dopest podcasts in Beaumont. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, y'all be safe. I'm going to catch up with y'all next week week after next and just doing my thing so y'all be safe y'all be blessed i'm out of here